Hello, hello, good afternoon. Here we are today at the very tip of the Labor Day weekend. For many, many, this signifies an end to the summer. And of course, back to school, back to work. September, however, is a beautiful month. I concluded in my summertime as well. However, let's just look at what this means, the end of summer. End of play, end of time for love and romance. So many, many, many have summer romances or want to have summer romances. And summer is a time for new friends and for fun and play. And yet, at this point of the year, I hear again and again some kind of a disappointment. Oh my, things weren't, the summer went too quickly. Things didn't go as I'd hoped not really happy with the relationship or maybe it just lasted for a short while like a little flash of lightning against the summer sky well for today on our your best self podcast i have a slightly different take on summer on love and on just feeling good this is dr brenda shoshana returning with another episode and our episode for today is called how zen are you in love a fun episode a very interesting question of course what does it mean to be zen anyway that's a very big question which we can go into more fully at another point but let's look at how are you in love what is love anyway you know there's a wonderful wonderful saying by a very great poet, which Kabir, which is a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next, cannot be called love. Wow, I love that quote. It's so beautiful because suddenly we fall in love or we feel love and we so badly want to hold on to that feeling and to that relationship and to that state. But a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next, cannot be called love. Really? Then what is love? What are you talking about? What is, what is Kabir implying? How is love itself different from a fleeting moment, a fleeting feeling, a fleeting experience that we have? And of course, if these experiences are so fleeting, no need to grab onto them. Let's go a little deeper and see what's really needed to feel full and satisfied, to actually be in the state of love, not to f- necessarily feel it, not to necessarily experience it, but to become love itself, to be in the state of love. So I have this actually, this little questionnaire here about How zen are you in love? Meaning, how clear are you in love? How fulfilled are you in love? How real are you in love? And is it even love? So let's go over a few points in this questionnaire, a few questions and what they imply for being in the state of love in all your relationships, not just the ones that look good on the surface. Maybe we could call it being love itself being love okay here's question one 
And this may be why our experiences of love are so fleeting. Nothing to do with the person, nothing to do with the feeling, something to do with us, with the way we function. Number one, question. I usually see that which is wonderful about the person I'm with. Yes or no? <laughs> do you usually see that which is wonderful, that which is healing, that which is giving about the person you're with? Maybe you see it in the beginning or when you have that flash of, oh my goodness, I'm in love. You know, when we have that feeling, well, we everything turns beautiful. Boom. We see great beauty in the other and great beauty in ourselves as well. But is that usually is an important point in this statement? Is that is that a consistent frame of mind for you? Are you usually looking for that which is wonderful, giving, life-giving in the person? Or are you dwelling on what's wrong, what didn't work, how disappointed I am? This one point itself can turn things around and make a huge difference. And it's very simple. And it can be done very quickly and very easily as well. When you're feeling that that love is flying away, disappearing, stop and look for that which is wonderful about the person you are with. There is something wonderful about every single person on this earth, whether we are willing to see it or not and acknowledge it or not. Now the word willing again is so important here. We see really what we want to see. What are you looking for? Are you willing to see the beauty and the good? If you are, you, the reward or the consequence of that choice will be that you will feel love. And by love, I mean happy, fulfilled, at one with the other. So the reward of choosing love is feeling love, being loving, being at ease, being uplifted, enjoying your day and enjoying the people you're with no matter who they are. And you know, this leads to the second point in this questionnaire, which is an interesting one also. I am open and comfortable with many different kinds of people. Mm, what an interesting question that is, yes or no. Many of us just stick with the people we know, our crowd, our gang, we, we go with our friends here, we go with our friends there. It's like a little bit of a, a wall around us. But are we open to and comfortable with many different kinds of people? The reason that question is so important is because no matter who you have a relationship with, even if they're right from your crowd and your gang, they will show many different sides of themselves to you throughout this relationship. They will become many different kinds of people and are you open and comfortable with many different parts of yourself as well that that's what that statement is really asking also and implies that which we reject and are not comfortable with in ourselves is something that we inevitably reject in others so as soon as it comes out in the relationship boom very often we're gone or the so-called love has flown away because we see something in our partner or in the person that we cannot accept in ourselves, something we 
haven't really become comfortable with, something we don't are not maybe even aware of. So that's why that question, I'm open and comfortable with many different kinds of people, many different kinds of moments, is important. And it's a good thing to practice, seeing the oneness, finding that point of connection, not that point of disconnection, which is something that we find very quickly, usually, and very easily, because we really use our relationships often to make ourselves feel comfortable and at ease. You know, the great teacher, Joko Beck, spoke about that. She said, a relationship isn't like a piece of cake <laughs> that you use to feel sweet and good, that you use to make yourself feel good. It's way more than that. And we could say that love, too, is way more than that. Way more than that. You know, we bring our ideas and our hopes and our fears and everything to a relationship. And when we step into the dimension of love, a lot of that changes. We grow. The relationship grows. And again, it's not about a passing feeling. It's about a way of being in life itself. Okay, here's point three. Now, this is an interesting point. Oh, my goodness. When I start a relationship... I do not have strong ideas about where it will or must go. Yes or no? That's a big one. Oh, my goodness. We all have, you know, put these inner or outer or subtle demands on the relationship. This is how it has to develop. This is where it has to go. This person, if they're really my friend, they have to call me three times a week or they have to answer my emails or whatever your picture is, your your strong idea about how it will look and where it will go. That's a fascinating point. Take a look at your ideas, your demands, your needs, so-called needs. We think these are our needs. They may not be. They may be just our pictures about how things have to happen. Now, when we remove those strong ideas, prepackaged ideas about what this relationship is going to look like, there's a lot of room, a lot of ease for things to develop as they do and as they will, and for us to enjoy it for what it is. It may not be what we had hoped. The person may not become our significant other. That doesn't mean we have to walk away bitter, angry, or feeling betrayed. We're only betrayed by our own expectations because our own expectations never really match what's actually going to happen and does happen in the world. Take a few moments and dwell upon that. Take a few moments and look at what your expectations are. What pictures are you putting on this relationship about where it has to go or will, where it will go or should go? And just let it be. Let it be. Let it grow like a flower in the field the way it needs to. You may discover a lot more fun, joy, and happiness that way. You may even discover a lot more about what it means to really love.
this, we have a lot of questions in this questionnaire, so we're going to have time for a couple of more in this particular podcast, but I will go back to this. I think it's important when we say your best self to turn towards our relationships and examine them because we really learn who we are in relationship. We're being tested. We're being shown. We're being played with. So let's look at this further right now. Number four. Now this is a very, very important point. So important. I find it very easy to be pleased by the person I am with or by the relationship I am in. I find it easy to be pleased. Do you? Yes or no? How easy it is, uh, is it for you to just feel pleased and by the day, by what happens, by your life? How easy is it for you to feel satisfied, gratified? Some of us, uh-uh, we're not going to let anything in. We're not going to let anything make us really happy. We're not going to do that. There's like an unconscious wall. There's always something missing. There's. It's just somebody once said, well... He was good, but it was not exactly what I wanted. And I want exactly what I want. It's almost there, but not quite. Oh, what a sad, sad, sad way to live. And yet it is a way many of us do live. Almost there, but not quite. So it's is it easy for you to be satisfied by the person you're with? Because if it isn't, no matter what they do, they can jump through hoops. You won't be able to take it in. You won't be able to feel it, digest it, enjoy it, and say thank you from your full heart. There are deeds of love, which we're going to talk about also in the next podcast, deeds of love rather than feelings of love. And one big deed, D-E-E-D, action of love is to be able to say thank you fully and mean it with a full heart. So when it's easy for you to be pleased by the person you're with, thank you, appreciation, acknowledgement comes easily and naturally. And that feels so good, so important to the person you're with. I've heard many say, no matter what I do, I can't make that my partner happy. I can't make them feel satisfied. It's not your fault. It could be just that the partner will not allow that themselves to be pleased. So we'll, what we're really looking at is the deeper fact that who is it that's going to make you happy? Is it your partner? Is it the person? Is it what they do? Or is it you? Is it the way you respond to life and to events. Take a look. This is a wonderful treasure to know this and to pause in your busy daily life and take a moment and say, oh, oh, oh my goodness. Whether I'm in love, whether I love life, whether I'm happy, that's really up to me. It's in my hands. That's a big moment to see that and realize that. That's a Zen moment. When we say a Zen moment, a moment of clarity, a moment of responsibility, a moment of simplicity. 
yes, it's up to me. It's up to me to be in love. So I thank you very, very much for listening today. The time has flown away. Um, you can hear more of our podcasts on www.bestselfbooks.com. We invite you to listen to all of them. And of course, there are some audiobooks available on that site. You can get to them through that site as well. There's a longer one also on How Zen Are You in Love, in case you might be interested in listening. So thank you again for being with us. In case any of you might be around, going to be around Rockville Center or Malloy College on Sunday, the 8th of September, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be giving a couple of talks, a talk, and then we're going to be doing a wonderful workshop called Zen Play, Acting Zen, where we're going to act out the koans and really engage with our flesh and bones on what the meaning and the way to our best selves really is. So thanks again for listening. And this is Brenda Shoshana again with your best self. Have a great, great weekend, a great end of summer and a wonderful day.